Welcome back to Nocturnal Emotions, everybody, where the nighttime is the right time. That's right, I'm still here having long-form conversations with people of interest, comedians, writers, actors, anyone I like. I want you to like them. Hopefully you love them. Um, yeah, we're here. It's that time of year where the, uh, the old seasonal depression kicks in and uh, you make some weird decisions. And, you know, for me, I... Uh, I have been all over the place this week. You know, holidays kind of do that to me, too. I don't know if you guys are on the same page with me there. But, uh, but yeah, you know, I guess as an artist, that is where I find the true, real, weird pain and sadness. And I, uh, I can actually get productive in my little caved-out bedroom, making stuff, talking to you into my computer. Um, everything's cool, though, guys. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm just, I'm just keeping it together. We're doing it up. Um, seen a lot of good shows this week. Fiddler were in town. They're one of the best bands around. They're so good. I can't. There's some like I don't know. They're somewhere between like Motorhead, Guns N' Roses, and like uh, Green Day. No effects. I don't know. They've got this whole, this whole thing going on. Like I just, they're, they're party animals that write these like amazing pop songs. So go check them out. Fiddler. Bucket dog, life's a risk. Um, I don't know, I just had to throw that in there because the show last night inspired me so much. This week, we have Jake Fogelnest on the show. You know him from the Earwolf family, uh, from Sirius XMU. Uh, hilarious guy. Um, we had a great conversation, and it was my first time in studio at Earwolf in LA. So, uh, without further ado, here is my conversation with Jake. Fogelnest. Welcome to the Petty Cast. I'm Tom Petty. This I'm, is my buddy, the Gorch. I'm Petty excited for Pretty Fest. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, man? How's it going, man? Good. We're recording. Uh, we're starting. Yeah, right? we're here. It's okay. happening. Now, uh, so this is a landmark because this is my first time in the actual Earwolf Studios. Yes. Doing an episode. Welcome. I know. I thought, what better way to be ushered in by Jake Fogelness himself? What's up, man? Oh. Uh, it, you've been here before, but you're not actually. You never cracked a mic. I've never cracked the mic here. I did. A, I did a Sklar Bros when it was still in the other building. Right. You know what I mean. Uh, I've never really stepped up to the mic here. Beep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> times the fun. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But we're just here. I feel like I'm in your element right now. No, it, no, it's awesome. I'm, it's good. I'm it's but a good a, thing. I'm but a guest on on your wonderful program. You're here to nocturnally emote. Yes, which I've done, man. So uh, with some of your past guests, I believe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty. Uh, I mean, we've got a whole whole thing going on here. I feel like it's really cross pollinizational. The earwolf thing, it's got to just keep going that way. Well, you've got to get really in here. You're my like Instagram connection to New York anymore. <laughs> it was really funny because right mm. before I moved from New York to Los Angeles, you you were truly one of the last people I saw in New York. Yeah, at that uh, at the Black Keys. Oh yeah, thing. Uh, <laughs> because <laughs> it was like. I was like, it was the last show I saw at Madison Square Garden was the Black Keys, and then I was like moving to LA like days later. Yeah, and, and I I said. You know what? I, this is my last opportunity to go out at like one thirty in the morning in New York City yeah. to go to some stupid. And I saw Ever. you, yeah. And uh, <laughs> and then like a week later, I saw you out here. Yeah, I kind of I disappear. Yeah. It's kind of my thing. I pop up everywhere. But it, but it's I'll great. Be in like your I'll, box of cereal. <laughs> I'll see Instagram <laughs> photos of you with like uh, Jenny Ellisku, who I work with. Yeah, like on her feed. Yeah, <laughs> it just makes me happy. I was like, yeah. all right, everything's okay in New York because Harmar's holding it down. Oh yeah, we got to hold it down. You know, yeah. we I, I, we trade places. And you then, know, it just happens. And then you have those great brunches that you... <laughs> yeah, like, you know, sexy brunch. Yeah. Some DJ, best. some Sade, some... Oh, now some, that's, a know, that's a nice thing to do. It's a nice thing to eat, too. Yeah. You know? Have a mimosa, listen to The Sweetest Taboo. Yeah. You know... <laughs> <laughs> Eat your yogurt to smooth operator. Yeah. You know? That's how I want to live my life. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
Dude, so uh, man, I'm just trying to trying to figure. Out, I'm, I'm getting my. I'm I'm just acclimating to the room. I want people to know at home that it's just. Uh, it's sort of it's like a whole uh, new thing. We're in a sandbox, kind of like yeah. Brian Wilson <laughs> yep. had that, when, when he was making Smile. Yeah, that's why nothing's prepared. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> and, uh, and and you request that we fill this room with sand whenever you're here. Just to I kind do, of create, and then there's a, and then it's weird. Like the Wrecking Crew is here, like uh, Hal Blaine and uh, oh, yeah. everybody's wearing fire helmets, and they're just ready to jam whatever you want. It's it's just. <laughs> That's just how I roll when it's not in my bedroom, you know. I mean, if I'm going to step out, yeah, I'm going to step out big. You know? Well, but, you 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 record the show. You record this all over. Yeah, wherever I guess. Yeah, people's hotel rooms. Uh, in my my bedroom's kind of my favorite place because it just feels like. Do you really want to get under the table here? Yeah, <laughs> like maybe that was just like, me though. Yeah, yeah you just, <laughs> I just want to be talking to your knees. <laughs> some crotch shots. So Jake's crotch. Yes. <laughs> How's the transition to LA been for you? I know, I know the top half. The head's been talking a lot. But, What's, um, will we? Um, oh, oh, for, for me? Yeah. Never been better. <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, it's been uh, it's been great. We sort of switched places because you had just moved from here back to New York, sort of as your primary. Yeah, place. and I never really lived in New York before. Right. I was like, I was in I Minneapolis, have. London, yeah. LA. Now New York, but I spent enough time in New York where I was always kind of a local, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, for me, it was it was I was in New York forever, so I literally have I had seen every one of my friends practically over the last five years systematically move from New York to Los Angeles. Yeah, so I felt like the last person to make the move. Yeah, so in a way that was really kind of a good thing because there has been no sort of transition for me in in terms of like I, I feel like there's more of a yeah everybody was just here. waiting for you with open arms kind of yeah and, a, and, and, and it's really and, <laughs> soft landing yeah it was really yeah. sweet it's I've been yeah. very fortunate you know there's things like uh, you know I am still working on getting that driver's license and stuff. oh shit just because I've never you've never done it never I was did just it. talking to friends last night about that like how there there's just, there are a bunch of people especially New Yorkers who yeah. just have never it's, it's driven, and that's crippling anywhere but New York for the most part. Well, like, it's hard to learn to drive a car for the first time at 33 years old. Yeah. I also had attached, you know, all of this weight onto getting the driver's license. Oh, yeah. Like, like well, this finally means that I'm a man <laughs> and that I have my shit together yeah. and that I'm truly a grown-up. I did a lot of things backwards. When I was 16, I grew up too fast, but I didn't do the fundamentals <laughs> like get a driver's license, which put me in a headspace Oh, of yeah, dude. I can imagine. Immediately getting the first panic attack that I've had in years yeah. taking the driving test. Dude, I bet. But did you get it? No. No, no. you're still working on it. No, okay. I didn't. I, I, I failed. And then, what was, uh, and then I took it again. But the state of California, the second time, we're like, look, we're not counting that one. Oh, good. You, as far as the state of California is concerned, you've taken this once. Yeah. Uh, just go and relax. So that's the what I've been doing. Yeah. I've just been sort of like, all right, I'm getting around where I need to get around. Uh, I will, you know, get the license eventually. I just need to get out there and drive and not worry about yeah. it, the license. And I'm well, not saying that's drive the thing. Well, yeah. that's the, yeah, I just need to get out there. I'm just going to get out there and drive. You know, just drive. street race and. Well, just, that's the thing. There's so much abandon when you're like 16 getting your license, and I feel like a lot of the motivation for getting it is so you can escape whatever town you're from. Yeah. And when you're in New York, you're like. I'm just fucking fine. I'm you fine right here. You can escape just walking out onto the street. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's you just, take a train like exactly. To, it's just another world. You know, if you go Literally, like yeah. uptown, you're all of a sudden you're like, oh, we're in to Seinfeld go from now. where yeah, from where I grew up to, <laughs> to from Broom and Bowery, where I grew up to. Whoa, like, right the there. Upper, oh yeah, yeah. That's, Holy that shit. Was, uh, and it was when I grew up there. It was '94. Yeah. So it wasn't Nolita. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like fucking junky. It was barf. restaurant equipment supply stores, and they just started well, to get the junkies out of there. And Broom and Grant, yeah. And then, like, yeah. I mean, so you would, like, did you have to, like, walk through the Bowery to go to school? You know yeah, what I mean? Like, was no, it, like, it was really, you know, it was a trip, man. Like, I would, uh, I would walk out of my building on Broom Street onto Bowery, down to Grand Street to get the subway. Yeah. So, I, so it was like seven in the morning, and it, it's, that's basically Chinatown right there. Yeah, like, yeah. If totally. you go to Grand Street. So it was all of these people. Uh, doing their shopping, their morning shopping of exotic fishes that I've never seen <laughs> yeah. before or since. Yeah, exactly. They only, they only exist live there on that they block. Only, yeah. 
<laughs> weird, weird fish with ninety tentacles. Where are they growing them? I don't know. <laughs> but but God, they're buying. They're they're fighting to buy them. Yeah, they're up so early fighting to buy the weirdest. Like if you if you saw it on The Simpsons, you'd be like, all right, let's tone it down. Yeah, a yeah, bit. exactly. It's a little ridiculous. <laughs> we try to kind of keep this thing grounded in reality. You got <laughs> a fish with a mustache. Come on. I mean, man. so so yeah. I would walk through that. Get on the train. And then get out at 96th Street and Central Park West, which is where my school was. So, whoa, it was that's a far, it's a that's a far commute. It was a far commute, which is why I didn't do it very often. Yeah, um, yeah. just didn't go. Yeah. And it was completely different worlds. And I guarantee you, none of the kids that I was going to school with were taking the commute the other way. Yeah, to yeah. Go. But like, they, it was just, they're coming from Connecticut. So I really kind of, yeah, no, they, they, they weren't even coming from Connecticut. What kind of school was it? It was. I went to Columbia Prep. Okay, so which was, like was a- uh, one of which was one of the New York private schools, not the most exclusive but not the stupidest it was a very sort of middle of the road so it wasn't like a professional children's that's where school i went i eventually okay. went there i went okay. to a professional children's uh school with uh with macaulay who yeah yeah know, and uh and i i've apologized to him uh since but i was not nice to him in high school oh no what? i just was i was fucked up he would no i wasn't a bully because i wasn't talking to anyone i yeah. just was like i feel like i was cold and mean yeah and uh it's because i was messed up and he was going through everybody was this everybody like was, while you were making your show already yeah it was while the show was happening and so stuff. it was kind of a weird showbiz i don't it know was a as a kid school. You, yeah you get oh really like it was like could you feel shut off from the other kids that were doing kind of similar this things? is my favorite story about the professional children's school which i only went to for about six months okay but on my like first day david krumholtz yeah who i didn't know yet the actor david krumholtz he's Awesome. He's great. He's like the the Jewish kid and everything. Yes, he's the Jewish kid and everything. <laughs> so David went to the professional children's school, and on the first day of school, David pretended to be a Polish exchange student, <laughs> and was like, uh, you, you, "How you know? I talk to you." We be, and I'm like, and I'm like, this guy's weird and stuff. I thought I was fully convinced. He yeah. had me complete me. Completely had me. <laughs> he completed you. He completed me. <laughs> it was only when he started to be like, you know, Mike D from Beastie Boys, uh, yeah, that it yeah. start, I started to be like, I'm, getting, okay. I'm being fucked with. And he'd been going there for a while. Was yeah. he like upperclassmen in Absolutely. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Absolutely. No. It, oh, man. And, and Amazing. I look back on it now and I'm like, God, I wish I, I like, I, he was right. You know what yeah. I mean? It was, the, it was the right thing to do. You got to either have to spit back with like a I French should've. exchange student. I, yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't. I was so. It was just such a weird time. I was well, a weird yeah. kid. It's like it's kind of like it's like one of those things because especially at that age, you go back. Yeah. Into like when you go home, you think about all of the rebuttals you could have come up with. I mean, I still do that sometimes. Yeah. But you don't get ashamed as much anymore. But no, like, yeah. But like, but it was but, just like I, I think David was David was kind of fucking with me. I then probably fucked with Macaulay, and then there'd be like twelve, you know, Asian girls that were practicing the violin, <laughs> and that's Jim. You know, like it was a weird, it was, and I only did it for about six months. I went to that school and I, I, it was very, it was a very strange, uh, way to, to grow up in New York. It's uh, it's, it's, it's weird for me to imagine like a professional children's school. I mean, I went to like an arts high school. Yeah. It's like very unprofessional children's school. Like we were more just like, be free, make art, have fun. The weird stuff came from that and just me being like a precocious child. I would have, I would have preferred that. This school felt like, uh, oh, you, you got a, you got a job or something. You got to go to your ballet recital. Okay. Well, we'll give you your work. You get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's what that was, which, you know, of course I couldn't wait to get into that school because it was like, I was trying to just, I was just looking at it from the, okay, get out of here part. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. We're going to give you your work. But, uh, you know, I wish that I, I, I feel like high school uh, failed me, you know, yeah. in that way. I didn't have that creative uh, high school. I, I just didn't, I didn't work out. There's, there's that. I mean, not a lot of people do, you know yeah. what I mean? Like high school is like kind of meant to be a painful kind of like trial yeah. of life or, you know, either way. It's like, I feel like for the people that it's a, a hard, painful trial of life, they get over that and then, then, then fucking life is great yeah you, like you figure shit out or if the opposite can happen where uh it's like the best time of your life 
so, and then that's what you're always holding up to the bar, and then you kind of have like a I weird a outside people, sad existence from there. A lot of I think a lot of people think that like high school for me was like the best time, and it truly wasn't. Like, no. I did have that, you know the. Uh, TV show and all that stuff going on, yeah. and was you know starting my career or whatever. But per, you know, it, it didn't match what was going on sort of personally. Like at that time in my life, I yeah. was a pretty unhappy kid. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I could imagine. I mean, and that's a lot to take in. Like you're kind of you created your own world on yeah. this TV show, which was kind of sort of born out of bad habits too. You yeah, know what I mean, like sort of like the just the like you guys think I'm nuts. I'll show you how nuts I are. It was sort of rewarded behaviors yeah. that like, maybe you don't like the worst of a teenager. Yeah, you know? yeah exactly. It's so like, you're just like everything else. Oh, everyone's so I guess slap. I just can behave this way. Okay, I yeah. guess I'm a fucking little jerk. Yeah, all the time. I mean, yeah, yeah, I exactly. I can see that. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm the cool jerk. Yeah, you know? I mean, were you like I was really precocious. Like I was yeah. always like booking shows and like going yeah. on tours when I was like 15 and 16 same, and like you know what I mean yeah. like like that uh, annoys people oh I know and I can't imagine <laughs> how fucking annoying I was I can't imagine being like a guy who's 25 like like going up against me for shows when I'm like 16 like yeah. I'm gonna get it motherfucker and like and now I think about that and I'm like I'm the worst little fuck I'm like a sitcom character it that, is like, yeah I because I, I look at how I look at young people today yeah. and I hate them I know I'm I like just, go away from I, society to stop with your YouTube videos <laughs> and you fucking put, shove your tumbler <laughs> up your I'll just say it up your keister I just Thank don't you. want Anything Thank to you do. for I, censoring yourself. I don't like young people. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's because I, it's like, no, 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 I get it. You have no idea how much I get it. And it's, and you're wrong and it needs to stop. Just grow out of it now, this thing that you can't control. Yeah. <laughs> Just, like, I can't, why aren't you, you self aware yet? You're predestined to be horrible for these four years. Yeah. Just don't bother me. Just, yeah, Just exactly. Keep me out. I of will it, man. deal with you when you're 25 <laughs> and you have a little bit of perspective on the nightmare that you are right now. You must feel some pain <laughs> in order to enter this gate. It's, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I, cause, cause I look back on that, you know, that era of my life and I'm like no you don't give a, a what, what is some teenager mouthing off about whatever that you put that on TV <laughs> and I'm supposed to take this seriously <laughs> I would be a, if that, if I was watching my old TV show from when no. I was a teenager now I would fucking hate you'd me you'd be like that, this kid needs to go it's the worst this kid is Fred appropriating culture you feel like you're the Fred of then I, well yeah but no, <laughs> no I know no, I won't say I won't go that that's far. horrible I didn't, that's a, I didn't mean it I know what you're saying though <laughs> it's, I, I wonder if I'll look back at I mean no because the thing is at, this, at the end of the day I was still fucking ten times cooler than any of these goddamn kids like yeah, the yeah. stuff that I was into you just into, knew shit yeah yeah and that's the difference between the, the kids today they don't want to know anything you yeah know? well it's that was weird. the thing it was more of a treasure hunt to find these bands and like cool yes. people and yes. like it wasn't handed to you you couldn't just go online we sound like old. We do. No, <laughs> like, but we're you like can, 34. You, I'm 34. I'm 33. 33. Yeah. You, you could just Google something and be like, I know everything about this now. Yeah. I'm an expert on the germs. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, like, you're not. And, yeah, dude, and I found out about this band, The Bangles. Yeah. The, you know, like, whatever. Like, you're just like, what? What? Uh, no. Yeah, you had to, like, find the record, get, like, the dude with, like, just like permastone glazed eyes to get yeah. off his ass and you make you go, a tape of it. You had to go deal with like the people at Generation Records. Yeah, or someone's brother. To, yeah, or someone's <laughs> brother. Yeah. It's always like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. And then there was, there was that to battle too, like that whole like uh, indie record store culture where like now I feel like they're a lot more grateful when you come in and buy things well, and they're not giving you like that 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 shit because like that was the 90s thing like to Kim's like Kim's video? Yeah to have City. someone at the counter who's like yeah you don't know shit or, like, you know what I mean if you want to get a Bob Marley literal if you disdain get, some dude walks in and buys a Bob Marley CD and oh he Legend? Is, okay yeah, cool this, you're buying yeah. Legend oh you got right. Legend? cool and, uh, you know any Marley at this point is kind of just passe you know <laughs> like whatever this isn't gonna last I mean you need to get this like this one album that I'm going to recommend that you're going to listen to once and but throw we, into a pile. By the way, will, we don't have it. <laughs> we don't have it. Oh, you need this record that is impossible to get. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's get, six of them. There's six of them. 
One of them's at like uh, Footlight Records, and it's three hundred dollars. Oh, and my friend's going there right now to buy it. But hey, good luck! And now you can just download that. Yeah, exactly. And somebody's made a dubstep remix of it on YouTube. <laughs> I hate YouTube remixes so much. <laughs> they are the worst. Like when you're just trying to find the one video, you're like, even you've already like resigned yourself to being on YouTube, which at this point to me is like, I can't. But like, if you're at like in that kind of party, like. You want to find like the one clip, and then there's 90 remixes. How are they more popular than the one that's already got like 30 million views? I don't understand. Should, there's, I feel like there should be two YouTubes. <laughs> there should be the YouTube that I need to like <laughs> find old, like oh, I want to find Andy Gibb on the Midnight Special. <laughs> yeah, like that's a different YouTube. Yo, totally. And then there should be something like GarbageCulture.com, <laughs> where some where, which is for everything else. <laughs> Put all that on that website. Just your trash. And just yeah, your trash and YouTube. <laughs> That'd be so great. <laughs> oh my god! I, yeah, just like having that at your disposal as a kid now, like there's just so many chances to either bully or get bullied through that medium. You That's know what I what mean? I'm like, so grateful for is that we we are of I feel like the la- we were like in the last couple of years before because you would go to school and it would be a nightmare, and then you could at least come home and get some peace. Maybe you'd get like a crank phone call or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. But that was about all. That was like nowadays there are so many ways for people to literally terrorize you. Into your own in, home. Inside, yeah, in Once your computer. You get, you're not safe. You're no. just not safe. They could, they could be like, oh, fucking Jake Fogelnest is the worst.tumblr.com. Yeah. Or like this page if you think Jake Fogelnest is, a, is gay. You know, yeah, no, that's, yeah, that shit is fucked up. That's what like, they do all day. These yeah, days. it's, 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 I would have too, you know that. what I mean? Think about how like angry you got, me? like at some points, like just if you uh, had that, yeah, like. At, at 15 years old, yeah. if, they, if we had these social media tools, yeah, uh, at, at, at our disposal, I would have, it would have been a night, I would be arrested. Yeah, I know. Like I, I would be, uh, I would be making, I, mean, I would be getting even. And, totally, because I'd be always, yeah, and you'd be like, yeah, yeah, you get I'm like. I'm 33. Weird. I do that now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, it's like you know, I, I, it's an awful thing. I've done it less and less lately, but I, and I do really let a lot go. But every once in a while, somebody will like really annoy me. Like uh, I was starting because uh, the election was happening, so I would write some things, uh, yeah, yeah, political things, and then there, uh, this, these dummies started tweeting me. And oh getting, no! And oh yeah! Aggressive, like I'll that. fucking, I'll kill you, not I'll kill you, but like sh- sh- keep your mouth shut, you, you know? And, yeah, and, yeah. And so I just did a little googling, and then I found literally like, oh, this guy, this is the town he lives in, this is the sports team he's on. Oh my this god! Is the, and I just tweeted him like a screenshot of basically all of his information. <laughs> And I said, enough. <laughs> and then he, t- he tweeted back with, wow, okay, I'm sorry, you're crazy. And I'm like, yeah. 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 And, and, and don't like, make me get crazy. That is, and I, then I deleted it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I, but even that is like, what am I doing? Why yeah, am I yeah, devoted? Still. Why do I, what am, what am I, I'm still worried about being bullied by an anonymous person <laughs> on the internet? Yeah, and it's like when you like submit, uh, I, you just can't winning? respond. You can't respond. Yeah. It's just like that thing. And, and when you do, whenever you do anything negative on Twitter, like for me, it just like, it just haunts sucks. me. Yeah, it haunts you. It sucks You're just your like, life why, why am I? Whenever I'm a I do anything now. negative in life, like yeah. I, I just, uh, you know, that's the my biggest struggle constantly is like, I don't want to yell at the co-op board. You know what I mean? Like I've I've had these experiences where I had like a, a crazy upstairs neighbor, and like I'm screaming at them, and they're wrong. But I, it's just, yeah. it just takes all of the energy. Yeah, out exactly. Of you. You're just and like, you, uh, it's almost like you. I don't drink anymore. It's like it gives me a hangover. Yeah, yeah, like, like a weird, weird, like regret hangover. hangover. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I, it's I'm constantly fighting against yeah, that. Weirdly, yeah, I'm feeling like that. The emotional thing is is so weird. It's becoming so much more physical the older I get. Like yesterday, wow, like, yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. I drank, I drank like uh, some coffee. I never drink coffee. I drank coffee with my breakfast yesterday. Drove out to my storage space, opened the door. I was like getting my TV to bring back to New York or whatever. And um, I go in there and just like just sort of like the heat of the valley, this coffee, and just like the. Over like just the emotional outpour of just all my stuff oh, from yeah. my old house like made me vomit. That could, yeah, that, you know what absolutely. I mean. Like I pulled yes. my TV out you and I put it in my car reaction. and I was like, "Wow, yeah. I'm like really dizzy. I shouldn't. Maybe I should pee." And I just like bent over in the bushes and just oh, my went to yeah. town. It was insane. I was like, "That was 
a combination of things. All your stuff, but... you're getting a TV. <laughs> yeah, why like... isn't somebody doing this for me? What's going on? <laughs> like, why do I Where... have these things? Why, I don't need these... them. Do I need them? I, need them? <laughs> I know. I know yeah, that. Like... I've, I went through that when, you know, I'm moving to, it's so funny. Before moving to LA, I moved to a new apartment. I, I think I turned, I turned 33. I took a look around. I was like, I can't live in the East Village anymore. I can't do this. Yeah. I, I'm like going to lose my mind. People are too young. This yeah. is not. This is not the New York that I remember. Yeah, it's yeah. not the East Village that I yeah, yeah. grew up in. This is something different. I'm stepping over vomit, and it's this is, and I'm paying a billion dollars. Yeah. So I moved to the Upper East Side, and part of that process was I just said I'm going to collapse under my own things. I have been holding on to. Uh, all of this stuff that I bought or I've been given or that's been saving that is filling a void, supposedly filling a void that I don't have anymore. Yeah, exactly. I have done the work that I don't need all this stuff. Yeah. So I got rid of a ton of shit and then moved to the Upper East Side and then before then I moved here and it was so great because I had already gotten rid of everything. Yeah. Like it was just oh, so no. much easier. That's like, I'm, that's my, yeah, in New York, I feel so much lighter yeah. and like I got rid of so much stuff. Like when I moved from LA, I was like, I do not need any of this. Like why do I have CDs? Yeah. No, that's Why do I have thing. DVDs? All, like what are these? I can just put that into a I hard drive. I do not need to hold on to three <laughs> copies of uh, the Sloan single for the, the good in everyone. <laughs> yeah. I could probably get away with just one yeah, or, none. A, or none <laughs> which I, it's a great record yeah i love one chord to another sloaner an underrated band from yeah, canada great. Yeah. but for fuck's sake yeah why do i have three copies of this yeah what, what is that what is that about yeah so I, I don't i anymore. purged my stuff down to being like just like half a storage space full of stuff and then i went in there yesterday and it made me purge so yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure what's happening <laughs> no, what's happening is more you're getting you're getting healthier. It's happening. You're getting healthier. That's, I like saw all this stuff and I'm like, this is just that's garbage. more venom. You can probably go in there, get in there, get rid of some more stuff. You'll walk out of there feeling better than you have in a long time. It's gonna be my spa from now on. I'm just gonna <laughs> go in there. Just, just come gonna out. go there. My vomit spa, my vomitorium. <laughs> just get it all out. I don't need a therapist. That's right. You know what? Stop with therapy. Stop with exercise. Just cut it all out and go sit in your storage space. Have them bring my movable storage space outside into the valley. Sit in there in the 90 degree sun on my old couch. It's be very meditative. (laughs) It's uh, you, you, you. It might, it's, uh, look, I don't want to say you're the most spiritual person to come along since George Harrison. Yeah, well, I mean, but it's I've, true. It's been said. Yeah, okay. I mean, I mean you didn't. You didn't have to. Say Kerrang that. magazine yeah. said that, right? Uh, George Harrison. I think those are his last words, actually. And the, 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 it was, uh, superstar <laughs> is the most spiritual person. I'm ready to leave now. He, we, he's got this. He's got. He's got this. <laughs> <laughs> the Quiet Beetle passed today. George Harrison. His last words were, he's got this. <laughs> We're not sure what it's about. We don't know what it's about. But Harmar Superstar is pretty sure it's about him <laughs> having this. I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> it's because he has so many things that he collects. <laughs> he's like, if I don't have it, Harmar must. Har- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually putting together the Beatles anthology uh, four, and it's yeah. just your old shit. Yeah, and that's the one that's gonna. That one's gonna go off the charts. That's exactly. gonna sell more than all the pre- the songs. They were, that was nothing. It was all the vibe. It was all the vibe. <laughs> Here's another clue for you all. The walrus was Sean. <laughs> he was. He's over there. <laughs> we gave you the wrong clue before. Sorry about that. Be it was like third 40 years of Paul's not clue. dead. He's, he's, obviously, he's alive. He's alive and well. And he's, <laughs> and he's Harmar's best friend, and they're coming this fall to CBS. <laughs> oh, my God. Paul the Walrus. You've seen what's going on on TV lately? I just, like, I've been watching just like streaming things and stuff, and I haven't really sat down and watched like cable TV for a while. And um, I don't know why anybody has it anymore. I know, I know. There's so, but like... Now this whole like like Nashville craze is happening. The show in Nashville. I have to see this because everybody's talking about it. Nashville. I love it. I mean, I just I became a fan because the, whoever works in their office and runs their Twitter loves me. Right. And so we tweeted each other all the time. And I think it's I love tweeting with corporations. That's the fun. And like it's the best TV shows, like just the random, you know, Taco John's. Uh, I've been blocked by Applebee's. Applebee's. <laughs> Hot Pockets, I, I, I go back and forth with a lot. That's great. Nashville. I got uh, a, yeah, DiGiorno's Pizza the other day reached out. <laughs> I did not know they were following me. No, what it was is they were tweeting, they tweeted like 
think Chelsea Peretti or somebody. And I saw, and then I was like looking at this conversation, and then I clicked the Jordan's Pizza like, and then it's Jordan's Pizza follows you. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, uh, great. Like, Give terrific. me some pizza. Yeah, I've it. worked it out though. Like Soup Plantation has given me some uh, some sweet perks. <laughs> do, you know, do, you know Jensen, do you know Jensen Carp? Jensen Carp. Jensen I Clan know. 88 on Twitter. He's oh, a no. great guy. He gets into it with Soup Plantation all the time. He's got a long-standing feud. Oh, a feud. Yeah, with Soup Mine's inviting, but you I'm always like, thank you, Massa, and I try to make it like really Exactly. Like, That's what But for mine, they, they come back. They, they like, like it from it. you. Yeah, from Jensen, it's, it's got a whole other connotation. <laughs> it is. How do they get away with being know. called Soup Plantation? I don't know. Well, maybe it's because there's only one P. I, all right. But <laughs> I don't know. There's no explanation. That's nothing. So it's soup, no, we're, we're soup plantation. Soup plantation. I, which uh, soup plantation was actually? Uh, she's a terrific costume designer. Yeah. She's the costume designer in Nashville. Soup yeah, plantation. She is. Yeah. She's, uh, she does great stuff. She has great, great honky tonk wardrobe. I have to watch that uh, show because I hear that it's it's really uh, it's just it's like a really good. It's thing uh, it's, about the it's music a great drama. Too. It's like yeah. it's like it's like. I don't know. I don't know. They've got Powers Booth in it. Like he's got that jaw, and it brings you back to Deadwood. Yeah, um, plays like the creepy mayor, rich dad, country. I don't know. It's just like this whole country star thing. That's totally the accents are off the chain horrible, yeah. which is part which of the allure for me. It's, I, I only saw the pilot of Smash, <laughs> and I I vow before it comes back uh, next year that I will get caught up and I will watch yeah. the rest of Smash because that pilot was insane. It literally was Studio 60 on the Great Right Way. <laughs> it was, it was, I haven't seen it yet. It I, is, I avoided it. It, it made me studio feel so six, weird. It is Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip meets Broadway. Oh my God. And it is fucking ridiculous. Dude. And the best, and, and I, that, that's what I hear. Nashville sort, sort of the same thing. Yeah, it's it's like kind of like it's just one of those. It's like a soap opera that you have to get into, and if you get enough of your friends into it, it's yeah. really fun. You know what I mean? You that's, got, yeah, like, that's the thing with Smash. Is like I feel like there's a lot of people I know that are into watching it. Yeah, yeah. That's like, it's like more of a group activity after a while, or just something to something to tweet about, man. Yeah. Well, if you want <laughs> if you want tweets about Smash, you got to follow uh, Amy Mann, Morgan Murphy. Uh, and my friend Jenny Connor. So at Camp Sucks, at Morgan uh, underscore Murphy, I, I think. I think. And then so. at I think she Amy might Mann. just be Morgan Murphy. Is I'm not sure. Morgan? I don't know. Well, I was, find out for yourself. But when you know Smash what? comes back on, look out because they're going to be tweeting. Oh, there's going to be tweets galore. They, they love it. I mean, there's that. And there's. I, I saw a commercial. See, within that, now I think Nashville has spawned even more like country television into the mainstream so now there's like this so new like one there's, well there's like one a new Reba show called Malibu Country okay where Good. she plays like a country mom that moves her family to Malibu I assume that's Hannah Montana I know that is essentially she, the plot of Hannah Montana but she's older and looks weirder and more plastic and it's she still te- Hannah Montana she, <laughs> <laughs> literally that is they, they, she has the junction. most ridiculous southern accent and she's like Bang. She's but isn't a hers real? <laughs> I think hers is real, but hers sounds the most fake of all. It's amazing. I, I haven't seen that. Okay, so are you friends with Reba? I didn't mean to. No, no, no. We have a long-standing <laughs> feud. Oh, you guys. Oh, God, no. She's a hat filled. She Dear burned McCoy. down my house once. Oh, my God. She's an awful, awful person. <laughs> Reba McIntyre, if you are listening to this, you are evil. Hey, come be a guest on my show. You That should be wonderful. <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> On the off chance, that Reba, that you see, you have somebody who's explained to you what podcasting is, <laughs> and you found this. She went deep. She, <laughs> she found the Harmar Superstar podcast on Earwolf. Well, I enjoyed After this she got American through all life. the other Earwolf shows. <laughs> I enjoyed This American Life. I know. I was a big fan of Jake Fogelnest. I loved the Fogelnest files <laughs> until he like, went off on me on that Nocturnal Emotions show. I actually made a short film a long time ago <laughs> where I talked about a feud with Reba McIntyre. Oh, really? I really did. Oh, my God. I think about it. I have to find it and put it on the internet. I'm kind again. of a magic talisman, some sort of a... Yeah, you are. <laughs> and by the way, you a should Sherpa. really develop that act more. The magic talisman <laughs> is a, what... I, I know you You do music, and you're... you're, But, like, you really are a great magician. You're, uh, I'm sorry, illusionist. Mus- musician. Uh, a musillusionist. <laughs> and I, ju- I really do think that you and David Blaine... Uh, have unfinished business and you should (laughs) please get together we're gonna get our faces melded together (laughs) and then we're gonna have a thousand men with spears poke us for 15 days straight 
in the in the middle of a mall in Skokie. Terrific. And then you can, <laughs> sponsored by Bing.com. Yeah, Bing.com's <laughs> on board. And, uh, and Stouffer's. And, uh, and Vice is either going to get behind us or make fun of us. But one, You know what? They're going to do both, depending on the block. <laughs> or the, yeah. 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 Depending on what page you're on on Vice, it's gonna, you're, you're, they're going to be all about it. And then they're also going to write like a hate blog. Yeah. And, that's not enemy, too. But that's just more. Yeah, I'm, I'm used to it. You know what I mean? That's just, you well, just you, get ready for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the enemies. Oh, they're the worst with me. I've never. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're single. <laughs> they, uh, Put your fogelness to the test. Oh no! Oh, those are that's awful. That's really, Rest ye wary of fogelness. Envisioning fake enemy headlines. <laughs> fogelness spotted bro noodling with Albert Hammond Jr. of the Strokes. <laughs> Not untrue. I like Albert. He's yeah. a nice guy. I, he's a nice guy. I like you just, him. You're writing the articles for him. Yeah. Now. I mean, that's the quote. That's my quote. I like Albert. He's a nice guy. <laughs> yeah. That's ridiculous. <laughs> so, man, I mean, I feel like we've been covering just embarrassing just themes the whole time. Is yeah. There, I feel like, is there anything like, I, I just, I'm, I want to know, like, kind of from deeper in, like, the. From being like uh, kind of a notable person as like a teen, you know what I mean? Yeah. Is there any like weird? Not even it doesn't have to be painful. It can be like a funny, dumb thing you did in a professional context or something that like that came up. I'm I'm trying to think of a good example. Um, but I mean, just maybe somewhere where your precociousness or just like your your young spirit. I have one. Uh, story that that starts out with like, yeah, it's the most badass, fucking cool story, <laughs> and then. And then there's another half to it, like I, I just normally don't tell, but it's sort of like when K, I was working at K Rock, yeah, and I, I had a really great job where I was playing new music on Sunday nights. Uh, this was the fir- I worked at K Rock twice in yeah. my life, but this was the first time, and I was about 17 when I got hired, and I worked there until I was about 19. And a new program director came in, and I was on the radio playing things like Slater Kenny, and you know, stuff, yeah, good stuff that yeah, was totally. out there. And um, he came in, and he was going to. It was when all, sort of alternative rock was about to become like P.O.D. and Slipknot and that sort of stuff. And he wanted he wanted future hits. That's yeah, he yeah. Said. We're, in, we're in the business of broadcasting, not narrowcasting, man. We want future hits. Wow. So wow. I, I mean, that's what he said. <laughs> oh, my God. So me at 19, this was like, fuck you, yeah, yeah, bro. Totally. Yeah, like, fuck it. This you is real, man. You know, so, <laughs> so what I did was um, – uh, I, I called to speak with, he wanted to speak with, the, I recorded a show and they weren't going to put it on the air. And I was like, oh, well, let's talk about this. It's just like, no, it's just not good enough. I'm not putting it on the air. It was a power move. So I called the boss and I, I, I got his assistant. I was like, yeah, I'd like to speak to uh, Steve uh, about this. And they're like, hold on. They put me on hold for a long time. And they come back. It's like, he's, he's in a meeting right now. He, he can't take your call. And I'm like, oh, you know what? That's fine. Tell him uh, – just tell him I quit. <laughs> that move. And then they're like, hold on a second. And then they put me, put me on the phone. And they're like, he, he wants to talk to you, but he can't. I said, no, there's no, there's nothing to talk about. Just tell him I quit. Yeah. And I quit. Dude. And it, people wrote about it. It was like a whole thing. And he apparently had – uh, put the message that said Jake to Steve from Jake, I quit on his door. Um, and that's a badass story. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Badass that, that is, you're a badass teen. Badass like, teen. Yeah. <laughs> and then. Cut to <laughs> a couple of years later. Oh, no. I'm maybe 20, 21. Yeah. I have rent for the first time. Oh, shit. I have now, I'm now out in the world. Yeah. And I, uh, I have no idea how I'm going to make a living. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm like, uh, you know, hey, it's great doing funny sketch shows at UCB, but I got to, you know, pay the bills. Yeah. So I wrote him an email back. I wrote him an email saying, hey, I know I quit and I know this, I, I, you know, but I would like to, if there's something that we could do, uh, it's a different time and stuff. And I apologize. That was, you know, and he wrote me back an email, like putting this on my wall, this email on my wall next to your message. Oh my God. And it was, you know. Yeah, that's it was right. like. It was right, but it was a lesson. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? totally. Oh, that's, lesson. that's harsh. I mean, and, but it's like something, I guess like you wouldn't really expect. If you if you looked back on it, are you looking back on it now? I look back on it now. Why would he give me a? Well, yeah, of course, (laughs) but no. But I look back on it now and go, well, why would I quit? Yeah, yeah. So I quit because the boss, uh, who 
is in charge of programming a radio station, which I have a little thing on Sunday night where yeah. I can basically screw around and stuff and say whatever I want, Was con- wanted to be in charge of the music that was played yeah. on his radio station. That's the dumbest thing that I've ever done. You quit because he did his job. I quit because he did his job and because I wanted to play a Slater Kenny record. (laughs) I fought for the integrity of a band. Yeah. I, you know, I know Carrie now. They're lovely. You know, I love Slater Kenny. But they were being paid either way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, they're like, it was keep us out of it. Keep us out. Really, of it. the wrong. <laughs> ba- it was, oh you know, it wasn't God, specifically yeah. Slater Kenny, but it was you yeah, know, what exactly, it represented. Whoever. It was, uh, you know, I was it was choose your battles kind of thing. Yeah, and I like gave away. Now it all worked out because eventually that guy um, is no no longer the program director at K Rock, and then a new program director came in, and I now work with him at Sirius, and we've had a long relationship for seven years. But I learned well, something. I said. Like um, oh, for more than actually for almost ten years, I've worked with Rob. Uh, I've learned. I've l- I learned like no, you just you, there's going to be asp- It's a job. That's yeah, what the money's yeah, for. It's a job. That's what the money's for. You can for, write your you own idiot. fanzine if you want. Exactly. Put that out. I didn't. I didn't. It was all mixed up. <laughs> yeah. But it was. Um, it was embarrassing. Oh, what yeah. was embarrassing about is I had to tell my dad. Oh God, I hate that. Because my dad was the one who was just like, look, you got to. I don't know what to tell you. You got to make a living. Yeah. Why don't you? Why don't you email that guy who you that from that job you quit? You yeah. Know, right? And I was like, yeah, you're right. And then it, I, it, it was a good lesson. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm grateful no, that, for it. But God, it was embarrassing to go back to tell my dad. Like, yeah, he told me to fuck off. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really easy to uh, to have like really punk rock morals and <laughs> and. Uh, and and live them out and stick by them when you don't have to pay rent. Yeah, I find that I find that to be the case. And it, and it's like you know I I uh, you know I think I always have a little bit of, of that. But I also I also think at a certain point you have to you know grow up. Yeah, you know it's a harsh lesson. That's why we're podcasting now, making the big bucks. Well, that's the thing. I do like I don't with Sirius. I'm on Sirius XM now. I know. Yeah, I play whatever they. I that's great. Yeah, I don't you want me to play uh, opera? Yeah. Hey, Todd Aiken, make a record. I'll play it. I don't care. I would I'll, like to hear that. Record, I would love actually. it. Actually, <laughs> That'd be terrific. I was going to ask about that. So, like, uh, um, with Sirius and like you know the whole like the just the whole thing. Like, are you getting radio groupies? Is it happening? Are people coming to your it's voice? It's different. It's really, <laughs> it's weird because it's not live. Yeah. Um, so it used to be like that you would have people that call you on the phone. Yeah, yeah. And I, you're there for four hours. You're trapped playing records. You just start picking up the phone and talking to people. Yeah. And it, it would never be radio groupies, no, but it would yeah. be weirdos. Like radio friends. Radio you know? weirdo friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I have found that that does not translate to um, Twitter. Or or Tumblr. Oh no! I find that you develop now. I have people on Twitter and Tumblr, but it's just from Twitter and Tumblr. May they may not know that I'm even on the radio. Yeah. So I have you get these social media weirdos, but I don't have radio weirdos. Yeah, anymore. you got to get some. I, I get you, this man some radio weirdos. I, I, it's uh, it's it's very strange. I feel I people are. I feel people are really uh, connected with it in their car, and then they leave their car and they leave. And, yeah. and I don't, you know, SiriusXM. I don't try to do anything like that's what the podcasts are for. Yeah, yeah. You totally. know, it's like I, I don't want to, and, and it comes from this place. I don't want to bother people while they're trying to listen to music in their car. Yeah. It used to drive me crazy when I would be listening to the radio and there'd be some DJ yapping on oh. and on with their horrible bits. Ugh. Or when they sing over or the song. Or when they sing oh, over the song. God. Or whatever it is. Just <laughs> nightmarish radio goon bullshit. <laughs> I don't ever want to inflict that on some. Now, I know that just my, my very existence, I'm going to do that for some people. It's just, just for me exist if i open the microphone and say you're listening to they just they automatically <laughs> i am the devil it's albert yeah. brooks's old joke disc jockeys are the worst human beings in the world it's like, right it's it's like lepers disc jockeys <laughs> incurable lepers it's uh he was just talking about celebrity djs now, yeah. yeah but like they, but like B-fa. i've never i've never <laughs> which is on e right that's coming to e, e. Ecstasy. After, uh, on it's e. on ecstasy <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but like that's I've never I do, I would never want to do that thing where uh, you're the DJ. I've done it before. This is an embarrassing one. Like where I, I would never do this today, and I've only done it a couple times in my life. Where I'm, I've been the DJ that goes out before the band is like, "Hey, I'm oh, blah, blah, yeah. blah, from bleepity blorp blorp blorp." Yep. Welcome to the jingle fest. Yeah. Fuck no, I did it. <laughs> the mighty mighty boss tones once. At Webster Hall, just to, and this happened last week, obviously. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just to date this story, and it sold the fuck out. The mighty, mighty Boston's at Webster <laughs> Hall. I was just there to see him and hang out. I was friendly with Tiki Barrett, he's like always. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. The greatest guy, and. He was like, you got to introduce us. And I'm like, I don't want to do that, man. It's not going to go. I was like, fuck it. You got to go. You got to come on. Introduce us. You got to introduce with the ball. Yeah. And I'm like, what am I going to argue with Tiki Barrett? <laughs> I get out there like, hey, everybody, I'm Jake Fogelness. And somebody just whips a quarter at my head. <laughs> oh, my God. Right at my head. It I'm hurts. like, here's the pain. fucking hurts. That hurts, dude. I'm like, ah. I know the pain. Here's a, here he goes. Mighty, mighty boss tones. <laughs> Bye. Oh, my God. Humiliate. Yeah, that was like me opening for the Chili Peppers in Australia. <laughs> it was like, fuck? I can't home with like welts like literally like my entire body oh, they don't want to like, hear from you their 50 cent pieces are really big oh no <laughs> you know what you know what you should have done opening up with the chili peppers is you should just come out it should just been you no shirt on with a bass and just gone boom but for an hour just that one well, riff see, he would save me doing that flea would come out and like play bass on a song and then Fucking people would like be like oh okay they're cool flea's Awesome. He's the best. He's the best. Uh, dude. He makes me. He uh, his rock at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like I watched the you know the Chili Peppers get inducted and and just like first of all, Flea is so great in the movie Suburbia. Oh, like, I know. He's yeah, just so fucking. Yes, I love Flea. Big Lebowski too. Big Lebowski, of course. Well, it's like he's w- w- our world is better for a flea, mm-hmm. you know, being in it. Yeah. And, uh, but, but God, I can't imagine like, uh, opening for them or, no, man. You know, like, like half the shows would be great in the same city the next day. They would just hate you. Yeah. I just have to come up with things. I have to come out like in my underwear and get dressed as I went along. Cause people would be like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> you know, like any, give them anything to like hold on to. But, uh, who you know, could open for the chili peppers? I'm I don't know. I feel like I think Santi gold's been doing it. That works. Like yeah. somebody pop, or, so like, different. cool, cool pop. Right. right, I think. right. Or like chick, chick, chick or something yeah. dancey or, you know, yeah. Something that's just so different. Let's take a break and think about that. Okay. <laughs> You should leave your comments about Nocturnal Emotions on our forums at Earwolf.com. Remember that you can also subscribe and rate Nocturnal Emotions on iTunes. I read those. I like to know what you're thinking. Become a fan of the Facebook page at Facebook.com backslash Nocturnal Emotions with Harmar Superstar. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Harmar Superstar. Uh, And if you want to support shows like Nocturnal Emotions, head over to Earwolf.com backslash donate. Sponsor the studio for a day. Be a king, be a hero, be a master. Now back to the show. We're in listening. Yeah. Became that DJ that sings along. Oh my God! So all tomorrow's parties. Let's ruin your favorite song. Okay, it's a Velvet Underground. All tomorrow's parties. Okay, um, ruined. Man. Um, okay, so uh, it's really like a sad sack story when you look at it. Like a lot of the time, like as a kid, like I was, I was way into this record when I was 
really young, like way yeah. too young to understand it. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very, it's weird that like, I, I feel like kids do like this record. Yeah. And there's nothing on paper that f- would make it seem like a kid would like this. No, weird, like you, a tonal record with a lot of reverb with lyrics about <laughs> S&M and heroin. Yeah. Like, like singing in the back of your parents' minivan with the yeah. headphones on singing like Venus and Furs lyrics that are all just bondage. Yeah. And like, not knowing what that means, but thinking it sounds cool. But, uh, man, so in what costume shall the poor girl wear to all tomorrow's parties? It's like the little matchstick girl. I feel like there's some, like, really, like, uh, some sad, some sad sack undertones, and they're trying yeah. to, like, Lou Reed's trying to write his, like, maybe we should cheer meta. We should cheer it up, maybe. Yeah, or should we, should we, should we, let's not ruin it. Let's make it, we'll make it, uh, let's make it happy. Let's, yeah, let's, let's give it, a, let's give it a, a bit of a pep. Yeah, I like your angle. Yeah. I like, okay, that's good. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a new well, approach, I've, and I love this. Let's I've, do it. I think I have a good idea. Okay, so, yeah, let's, okay, let's take wait. it there. So, um, and what costumes each other program will to all tomorrow's parties. And then you could be... Batman. P- Party Rock is in the house tonight. Yeah. <laughs> or just suggest some possible costumes. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what costumes shall the program to all tomorrow's parties? Uh, sl- Batman. Sl- slutty Jesus. <laughs> uh, um, uh, 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 angry, sexy Angry Bird. You know, honey Boo Boo's probably really hot yeah. this year. Uh, honey Boo Boo ch- uh, yeah, oh, yeah, Honey Boo Boo Child. <laughs> um, uh, perhaps... Um, how about this? How about a uh, silly Bane from Batman, oh, right? Yeah. But he's but silly, so it's he's like Bane with the mask, but with Groucho Marx glasses. <laughs> and and the voice box is more like yeah. <laughs> it's a Frampton talk box. <laughs> yeah. So it's Bane. Wow, wow. Yeah. Do you do you feel like we do? Like that's that'd be great. Well, the poor the poor girl's friends might not even understand that reference at this this point. Maybe we should get you some money. <laughs> Why are these girls poor? Yeah, maybe, maybe they need a few maybe bucks. They should just get a job. Maybe. maybe they, yeah. Why don't you get a job? <laughs> maybe they wouldn't be so sad and crying behind doors. Maybe if they weren't spending all their money on these goddamn costumes. <laughs> maybe these people. I think these damn uh, uh, hippies that hang out with Warhol need to learn the value of a dollar. Okay. What's the deal though with her turning once more to Sunday's clown? That implies to me that there's a clown for every day of the week. There is. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what happened? She's turning once more to Sunday's clown. This actually happens on a uh, Wednesday. Yeah. And. Uh, uh, the guys that were supposed to do Monday, Tuesday, and uh, Wednesday, they, it's they quit. Re- they quit. They <laughs> just quit. And really unprofessionally, they didn't give two weeks notice. So like they fogle nested. Yeah, they fogle nested. Exactly. <laughs> so Sunday's clown has been working for four days now. He's and, tired. And he's like, I'm over it. I'm over this. Yeah. And, so, and she's over it, too. It's like, yeah. I turn with more. Oh, Sunday's clown's yeah. here again? It's yeah. fucking Wednesday. Yeah, it's Wednesday. <laughs> That's embarrassing. You're fucking turning to Sunday's you know clown. That's really- why you're going to cry behind the door i guess i guess here's, i understand that here's what's so screwed up about the warhol organization <laughs> is they're still gonna pay those guys that quit <laughs> they don't know it's, that's it's, an installation it's yeah, a living artwork it's a living, yeah. billy, <laughs> Na- billy name is is involved somehow um man so uh, the the last verse is a black and shroud a black and shroud a hand-me-down gown of rags and silks a costume she's doing some thrift shopping yeah i mean it's like she can't she just can't make up her mind. She's got so many. There's she's like, overwhelmed. She's she over- got it. She got. Uh, she she worked an extra shift. Yeah. She's got an extra hundred dollars, and by God, she's going to spend that she, every she, cent of it at the Brooklyn. She's flea. like, do I want a black and shroud? Do yeah. I want a costume? Yeah. Do I want rags and silks? <laughs> uh, Hand me down gown is fine, but the only qualifier I have, and this annoys everybody at the stores when I go in is that it has to be fit for someone who sits and cries. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> With, and how do you begin to tailor for that? How do you how do you measure I, for that? I, I, do, do you leave me a couple inches in the waistline? There's a, a tailor you're asking for a tailor who works in rigid numerical systems to measure for a feeling. You can't measure for a feeling. This isn't Although, taught. Although, Measure for a Feeling is a wonderful Jackson Brown song. Ooh. I think that unreleased uh, demo, uh, which Nico <laughs> did record. I thought of a really good song title the other day. What was it? Was it was really gross, if you think about it more. It's uh, Deeper Than Heaven. Oh, yeah. Oh, that sounds like a super <laughs> gross Bee Gees song. Yeah. <laughs> she was deeper, deeper than heaven. <laughs> Look into her eyes with my soul. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a really gross Bee Gees song yeah, from gonna, 1981. Try to like, like unearth it, record it, and uh, release it as a, a lost Bee Gees track. I did that once with a Beatles song. I should find, <laughs> I should find it for you and play it. And it's just I took, I wrote a whole thing. I put it on my website, and it was like. I used to work at Capitol Records, and when they were putting together the Beatles anthology, we actually had access to all their master tapes. And uh, this is a really interesting version of For No One okay. uh, that was – it was what's great about it is, is Paul McCartney was really kind of still working out the lyrics, and then I, I just found a karaoke version. I wrote this whole intro, and then you press play on it, and it's just like – it's me singing, the day breaks, <laughs> your mind aches. Hey, Ringo, check it out. I'm beating on your drum set with my giant boner. <laughs> it's just – Can we get that? Is yeah, that available? It's it. online? It's online. Can we release that? I will give it – I will email it to you because it's, it's really – it's a treat. It's just – and it's and then her eyes they mean nothing. Hey, check it out, my bone is big. Stuff like that. It's just he, he when he doesn't have a <laughs> all the lyrics worked out. It's oh, about, perfect! You just ruined two of your favorite songs. <laughs> I will, I will you know how it. to play this game. I do so well. I will. I will send it to you. You can put it on the end of this podcast. Me doing a terrible Beatles impression, dude. Well, I think we took it there. All right. I think we got that. You know what? We got this. We'll do this again. Yeah, we, we, he, he's got this. He's got this. <laughs> <laughs> or did he say angry? he got game? I think he might have said he got game. <laughs> George she, Harrison on oh, his yeah, deathbed? Yeah. Or she hate me. I'm she, not. <laughs> she ready. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming in, dude. Thank you for having me. This I'm is here. a blast. This is, uh, this is history in the making. Yeah. <laughs> your day breaks. Your mind aches. Hey, Ringo, check it out. I'm beating on your drum set with my giant boner. She wakes up, she makes up. Hey, Ringo, check it out. I'm beating on your drum set with my big fat boner. And in her eyes you see nothing. No sign of love behind the tears. Giant boner. A love that should have lasted years Hey Ringo, hey Ringo I put my dick on your drums Ha ha ha, I'm Paul McCartney Go fuck yourself French horn that you just heard I played that solo with my dick Giant boner And now I'm hitting Ringo's drums You stay home, she goes out She says that long ago She knew someone who hit on Ringo's drums With his boner Your day breaks, your mind aches but none of that matters Because I've got the best damn boner in the Beatles And in her eyes you see nothing No sign of love behind the tears Giant boner A love that should have lasted years I hit your drums with my boner, Ringo. Earwolf hoodies, show t-shirts, posters, paper people, digital downloads. Our holiday store is full of awesome swag for the Earwolf fan in your life, which is probably you. So we've got tons of great new items to put on your wish list this holiday season. Plus, these items make cool gifts for your friends and family, you know. And we have a new product that we're super excited about, a 2013 Earwolf calendar. Each month features graphics and quotes from your favorite Earwolf shows, including Nocturnal Emotions, this one... It's a must-have for your office, home, or anywhere else where you need to know the date, which is everywhere. So uh, head to Earwolf.com, start your shopping, commerce. Jake F., the Fogelness, the Fogelmeister. I love that dude. Um, always the best conversations. Thanks, Jake, for coming in and making another episode of Nocturnal Emotion History with me. Um, if you want to find me this week, uh, you can, as always, uh, meet up with me at Sexy Brunch at Black Market. 
That is 110 Avenue A in the East Village, New York City. I spin from noon to four every Saturday, and I will be there playing the delightful soft rock that I love so much. So come visit me there, and uh, also I'll be in L.A. during the week. Um, on Tuesday night, we're having a fundraiser at The Bar on Sunset. Uh, you probably know it if you live in L.A. Um, it's at 5851 Sunset Boulevard, and... Uh, and that's right at Bronson. But it's a, it's a fundraiser for a short film, a musical called Watermelon Tears that I'm starring in. I'm actually going to be in town to record some of the music for the film. But uh, yeah, we're having a night, a party, karaoke with me. Um, come and sing your favorite jams. Do some Hollow Notes. Do some Xanadu. I don't know. What have you pick, man? Pick out of the book. Sing a song. Raise some money for Watermelon Tears. There's also a Kickstarter page for that, so... You can go to Kickstarter and search Watermelon Tears. You can get all the information you need on that. Um, it's going to be an amazing Xanadu-inspired uh, rock opera short. I don't know. It's about Gallagher's life, man. And I'm playing Gallagher. It's going to be sick. It's the role I was born to play. Well, anyway, that's about it for the week. Next week, I'm going to have Wyatt Cenac. You know him from The Daily Show. Stopping by. So, um, so look forward to that. And... Until then, this is Harmar Superstar, signing off, nocturnally moting. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. EarwolfRadio.com The Wolf Dead.